Howdy, 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 everyone. everyone. Straight to it, small town of the week, Uvalde, Texas, badass of the week. Every person in Uvalde who actually has to deal with the consequences and the outcome of such a horrific incident. And we would like to do our best as a Texas focused outlet to have a little conversation about it and about what happened. But again, you've all the town of the week, badasses of the week, every member of that community who, when this narrative is buried in two weeks, will still have to bury children. Um, and we do want to, off the top, shout out um, GoFundMe, the Victims First organization, which is a nonprofit that gathers monetary resources and financial resources for victims of tragic accidents like what happened in Evaldi. Um, feel free to go donate to that. Uh, it's entitled Texas Elementary School Shooting Victims Fund. We'll link to it in the episode and the show notes. If you are going to donate anywhere from our research, this is one of the only campaigns that is about helping the victims of this, and that is why we want to highlight it. Um, It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to link all that in the bio for anybody who doesn't have that. Um, Also, they are looking for licensed attorneys Mm -hmm. to help with legal issues um the unfortunate fallout from what happens i wish that i wish this hit me harder than it does because i feel pretty numb to reading about these things Mm -hmm. not only is this not the first shooting this you know in in texas Mm -hmm. this isn't the first shooting this year this month this month (laughs) Wasn't even the first shooting yesterday. Yeah. Um, well, I. This wouldn't hit close to home unless it was close to home. Mm-hmm. That's just reality. Yeah. You know that, and anyone can say, "Well, you're tone deaf," or yada yada. This wouldn't hit home unless I've driven down the road to Uvalde, Texas. This wouldn't a dozen hit home times. unless I've gone to Waterburger off the highway in Uvalde. This wouldn't hit home unless I knew where this was and know that community somewhat. Yeah. Um, and the part that hurts is that so quickly, and we talked about this the attention goes from the victims and the tragedy to, to be honest, I don't even mind talking about the greater political issue. Mm -hmm. The things that bother me are the grandstandings. Yep. Specifically thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Thought thoughts and prayers. And I'm saying this as somebody who will always who is a Christian whose faith, my faith is so, so important to me. One of the, one of the only things that'll probably not change about me for the rest of my life is I am a Christian. I believe in the gospel. I believe in the power of prayer. 
thoughts and prayers is the laziest way to take action. It's it's the equivalent of dyeing your it's hair. It's in it's in action well, as far well, as I'm it's concerned. It's the equivalent of dyeing your hair blue and being they them and calling it woke. It's to me it's the equivalent of that. It's the laziest way to one even remotely act like you actually care, but two make it about you. It it means nothing. It does nothing. It requires nothing from you. You have no skin in the game mm-hmm. by saying thoughts and prayers. All yeah. you're doing is saying, look at me, I care. Yep. And it is the worst kind of virtue signaling. It is, yeah. I mean, I mean, all virtue signaling is horrible, but again, what bothers me in a similar way, like what sickens me the most, aside from thoughts and prayers, is also the blood of those children is still warm when the media has latched onto this as a political issue the i understand and and honestly we disagree somewhat on this because it it is a political issue like yes but i understand there's a political issue involved but frankly fuck every person who jumped on whatever side of the aisle they live Mm. on to prop it up as i agree there a reason for their side how how dare you use the death of children children as a reason for either more gun control or more secure schools or whatever it is i get it i understand and even you know even use it as a statistic when when it becomes a statistic Mm. It's just so fresh. I guess. I guess is a greater a greater critique. We have zero capacity to mourn. None at all. As, or come together. Mm, yeah. There. There's a reality that, at least I believe, in the face of tragedy, we were made to come together and to frankly shut up and realize that. I don't that your opinion on regulation doesn't matter for at least 24 hours because there's a reality that there are parents in Uvalde, Texas yesterday night, tonight and every day for the rest of their lives that do not get to tuck their child into bed. Fuck every person who uses that as a reason for political gain, monetary gain, likes, comments and attention. I I disagree wholeheartedly with anybody who believes that there is room today, this is the day after the shooting, to make this about anything other than there are families who lost a child. There are friends who lost friends. Period. End of story. That's where I stand. We immediately cloud out the humanity of this whole thing because we care so much about being on the right side of history instead of, instead of being on the right side of humanity. It's just disgusting that so many people can so quickly use something like this to prop up their argument. Yeah. Your argument doesn't fucking matter. At all. In, in any way, shape, or form. It shouldn't. It. <laughs> I mean, use the tragedy as fuel. Let it hurt. Yeah. Let it hit you. Mm-hmm. Mourn. 
and take that to the fucking ballot box where it matters. Yeah, or take it to this GoFundMe where it can matter. Where it can matter. Put your goddamn money where your mouth is. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it takes two seconds and no money at all to share a post, to share what your thoughts and prayers are, to share what your stance is. The reality is you get to go to bed tonight, and if you have kids, tuck them in. You get to go to bed tonight, and if you haven't had kids yet, you haven't lost one. And and so that's... I come to this recording just very sickened by how quickly it seems like we... We buried the truth along with... We created a narrative that this is about all these other things when there is a reality that there is a loss and there is hurt and there is a community in need because we, by golly, have to be correct or we have to win some argument. And, as, and even worse, have to win an election. And, then, and that's, I mean, we were talking before, like... How dare you? Go- Governor Abbott is in Uvalde doing a briefing, which I'm I'm guessing is what governors are supposed to do in a net, in a crisis like this. That makes sense in that in that situation. And Beta O'Rourke comes in, interrupts it, points at I don't I, I couldn't hear you what know he what? was saying. And there's he could have been making very valid points. He probably has a great point, but how how fucking dare you? How dare you? The and I, again, I'm very, I wish there wasn't a press briefing with the governor either. I wish it was just, <laughs> here's the GoFundMe, here's where you've all there, is, go help. There's a very important aspect of the First Amendment, mm-hmm. freedom of the press. And it is important that the briefing happens yeah. so that as much information that is correct can come out. Yeah. That sure. is absolutely important. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, every time that information comes out, it is linked to GoFundMe's. It is linked mm-hmm. to calls to action. I am, my heart is full knowing that the request for blood donations mm-hmm. was full. Immediately. There's, Immediately. We're almost, so the goal of this specific fundraiser for the Victims Fund is $2 million, and they're over $1.5 in. And they're going to hit it, and that is that is And amazing. they're going to go over it, and that's great, but... But that is no real comfort to no. to the parents, the parents to, the to the community, community to, to to the teachers mm-hmm. who are scared, yep. to the parents who didn't get to hug their children mm-hmm. that night. Well, I understand there's even a, a level of understandable trauma for the kids and the parents who have to go back to school this week in August. There's there's that. And Beto O'Rourke. And I would not put it past Governor Abbott to do the exact same thing if the roles are No, reversed. absolutely. I think any politician would do this. That's why they suck. Goes in and creates a scene. And, oh, wait, we're in election season. And he has a campaign going. And if you aren't smart enough to look at that and see that that was him leveraging a tragedy for votes and political gain, you're an idiot. Straight up. Who was it that said, never let a good tragedy go to waste? Uh, well, it was Churchill who said, never waste a good tragedy. But go. the context of that was <sighs> self-growth and I know. stepping up to the plate. It wasn't, don't waste but this it moment has, to make it, it has about become you. It a, has become that. That is the you know trumpet cry for anybody mm-hmm. in PR. 
which is why I hate my job. And so there's Beto doing that. You've got Look. You, you've got gun people saying this isn't about guns. You have anti-gun people saying it's all about guns. And I understand both sides. I understand that there's a political issue here. But to me, the real issue is it took less than two hours for us to overlook the fact that there is an actual tragedy going on. They had already started the the gun control versus, you know, left and mm-hmm. right before we even had a full count. Yeah, yes. It, it was, yes. <laughs> that is fucked up beyond belief. Mm-hmm. I am, uh, I am angry. I am. I think you're more mad than you thought you were. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, I'm also torn. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a podcast. This is a platform. People mm. listen to it for whatever reason, entertainment. From what we gather, uh, mostly entertainment. Mostly entertainment. Not for episodes like this. And I don't want this to be a a clout chasing thing. I I don't know what to say or how to say it. If there is a right thing to say, mm-hmm. I don't know that my opinion matters. Other than. I think every single Texan around the world is shaken mm-hmm. and should be. Yeah. I think you should be angry. I think you're allowed to be upset. And no matter what side of the issue you fall you fall on, mm-hmm. this hurt you. Yeah. And will continue to hurt us. And I think that's why it's appropriate for us to do an episode about it and talk about it is we are a Texas podcast. We we made this thing because we care about this state and the people who live here and the people who are moving here. And something we make clear is that we love the potential here. Mm -hmm. We understand that the past, that Texas has a very rocky past. Yeah. And we embrace it. Mm -hmm. That is part of what makes us who we are. Yep. Is the ability to recognize it, grow from it, and move forward together. And that's the key, right? Is together. Is together. And that... The other piece that hurts me is in a in a moment in a moment when a state who brands itself as a friendly place and a place where people are communal and are together and can put differences aside when there are such never have I seen neighbors more divided so obviously false and, and and it comes right after, you know, another what many people felt a great loss over the abortion bill. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, again, Governor Abbott passed last year legislation that made open carry. Cool. Totally fine. Just, Just whatever. Cool. So it feels extra painful mm-hmm. because of those things yeah. that got stacked up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the right thing is to say or if there is a right thing to say. I think the only right thing to say is this is messy. And, and we even talked, you know, on the, on the note of abortion and gun control, we were talking earlier about mm-hmm. as much as we both straddle the line uh-huh. and agree and disagree with progressive ideology yeah. and ideas and policies and agree and disagree with conservative ideas and ideology and make fun of both because they're worth making fun of. This should be a reckoning for the right because it's becoming undeniable 
and that's a word I've been thinking about a lot is like undeniable. Undeniable. It cannot be denied by anybody who, mm. by anybody, that there is a insane double standard on the right. Oh my goodness. We're pro-life. Sort of. Sort of. And I can't reconcile that. I don't understand. We talk about intellectual hypocrisy a Mm -hmm. lot, and it's usually in reference to the left. Often. But there's a big instance of intellectual hypocrisy here of you must have a baby no matter what the situation is, no matter... We're the personal and it's freedom like, party, but when and it it's like okay, this, no freedom. Um, but also, guns are really easy to get and accessible for anyone zero years old and on. And frankly, we don't value the life of the the lack of legislation and policy to just even educate people on the burden of responsibility that comes with gun ownership. Shows me that they are that most of the right is beholden to gun lobbyists pretty much straight up because i don't understand Donate how anyone intelligent who's got the most money can say hey everyone must have a baby but also like we don't care about your baby and what's out of the womb and they can also die when they're in school i am disappointed in every single texan including myself in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because it is ultimately on us yeah. This is on us. This is on us for not taking enough responsibility, for not taking action, for not educating, for not being present where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, I feel like the a lot of the Republican ideology that is freedom first mm-hmm. became freedom with a lack of responsibility. Yeah. Freedom does not mean a lack of responsibility. In fact, it means greater responsibility. It means- taking on responsibility and so clearly so many people just do not get that no and it is heartbreaking because this is the result yeah on multiple on multiple fronts not just this but just the way it was handled the way it is being handled in the media the Mm -hmm. way that our politicians are responding to it Mm -hmm. thoughts and prayers (laughs) what a little horse shit yeah I mean if you just don't say anything you like if you aren't giving it thoughts and prayers fuck right off yeah you don't get points for doing it that is that is the minimum Minimum requirement i assume you're doing that yeah i mean even thoughts yeah you're not a praying person yeah whatever if you're alive today you're probably thinking about this because everyone's because that's what we're talking about you can't escape it in reality so it is what it is minimum threshold yeah um and I don't know. Again, I just come back to this is Texas. Yeah. We're supposed to be together. We're we're supposed to be cordial and friendly and respectful and care and communal. And on both sides, this situation is just exposing the fact that none of that is the case right now. I don't want to say any more. But but right now we're at a yeah. crossroads. Are are we going to be the red version of California? There's a sect where the the libs are, and there's the greater piece that's the super hardcore conservatives, and it's just the flip-flop of California, where shootings happen just as much, or... You had some stats. That's my segue. We do. Um, Texas is third in mass shootings. 
California's number one. There are a lot of ways you you can interpret these things. Mass shooting is uh, intentionally targeting a group of people, and it has to be by the FBI classified if four or more people are killed, Mm -hmm. not including the shooter. Yeah. So, I mean, I can pull it up. I think. Well, that Um, I bring up that one just to point out, like another piece of this whole thing, and I understand that this incident is in Texas, so it's Texas related. Yeah. This is not a Texas isolated incident. No, no, it is not. Um, it just hurts us right now. It hurts us. I mean, that comes all the way back to the beginning. Like, hey, this isn't happening in Texas. And look, man, of the school shootings, I think Texas has like four out of the 12 most deadly. Which is horrible. Uh, so here's, I'm just going to start throwing some stats at you mm-hmm. because they're a little bit everywhere. Yeah. And, you know, so the in the top 10 civilian gun owning countries where mm-hmm. you can own a gun as a civilian, the U.S. has 120 guns per 100 people. That means there is more than one gun per person in the U.S. Mm-hmm. In more, reality, more guns than people. In reality, that probably means there's five guns per one person within a group of... Within a group of whatever. Of uh, whatever. But that's what, that is true. Mm-hmm. So the next one, Yemen, 52. <laughs> Serbia, 39. Montenegro, 39. Uruguay. Uruguay? Thirty-four, Canada, thirty-four. You know where it gets significantly significantly less, less and it it just keeps going down. And Canada's the first country on there after the U.S. that like I'm gonna go visit. Yeah, you know for sure. Well, I mean that kind of points to we were talking earlier about when we're talking about regulation, we're talking about accessibility in a lot of ways. There. We were talking earlier about, like, I do believe there's utility in most citizens who undergo some pretty strict procedures having a concealed carrying license and having a handgun for for protection. Sure. I understand that. Totally get it. I always agree with it. Why do so many 18-year-olds have AR-15s? I agree with that. That, That's where it... And there shouldn't be. There shouldn't be. This opens up this conversation where... Most mass shootings happen with your basic rifle mm-hmm. and basic handguns. Yeah. That is the majority of deaths. Mm-hmm. Very few are the AR-15. You know, you've got the Columbine one that made it famous and, and et cetera, et cetera. And I even think that those weren't, like, uh, actually automatic weapons. But what this goes back to is the ease of which people can obtain these things. And the scary part is not legal legally obtaining weapons because those require back background checks, legally you know, things like that. Legally getting a weapon is really hard. I mean, you it just takes a while. Yeah, and you have to not be a, a felon that mm-hmm. has been convicted. What is what most of these people who have like AR-15s or the you know the assault rifles, quote unquote, they acquire them from private sellers who don't have to disclose the existence of that weapon. Yep, we're talking you know serial numbers filed off, mm-hmm. the things like that. In the case of this kid, there were so many red flags. Which I feel like... And there are... That's why I'm disappointed as a Texan and Mm -hmm. as a person is so many people had to fail this child. Yeah. Starting with his father. Starting there, but like so many different people. I've seen people posting about, this is a fatherhood problem. And again, it's like, dude, shut up. You may be right, but for a day just shut up don't make it about your thing right 
Um, and, and the other piece I want to, we were, we were baffling ourselves earlier, realizing, so not just accessibility to weapons, but then we talk about concealed carry mm-hmm. and we've been through hunter safety courses, hunter safety courses, which is me learning what I need to know and getting licensed to go shoot an animal in the woods and handle the weapon safely. And handle the weapon out there. It's a two day course, two day course costs money. Yeah. Really, like, there's a test. You have to pass. You have to pass this the test. This is all to shoot an animal, most likely far away from other people. Most likely, it is so much easier to get a concealed carry license. Yeah, it's like one day. Yeah, and so just that, even that logic is weird to me. It's like, mm-hmm. wait, let's pump the brakes really quick. Shouldn't it be harder to get the license in which you are carrying a firearm around people with live rounds in it? Mm-hmm. Again, understanding, I would hope that most people are doing that because they want to protect themselves, their family. Yeah. I get that. But there's a burden and a responsibility there that we're obviously not educating people on. Obviously. And it, again, the failure happens in so many different places, Mm -hmm. right? We're talking about a failure of teaching basic empathy for mm-hmm. other people teaching yeah. basic communication and conflict resolution teaching basic care for your for your fellow human mm-hmm. and then safety around those types of things yeah. like i don't even know where to go honestly i looking looking at you know the stats over half of the of the gun related deaths in the US are suicide mm-hmm. okay then there's another portion I, of that i, I read so you yep. might be getting to it. This might be the same article. I, I read it and talked to yeah. a friend about it. It's like m- over half of the gun-related deaths in the U.S. are suicide. And then of that, it's like there's a majority that's old white men and another majority that's young black men. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Like it's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's so many things you can look at from here. Like just throwing some things out, over half the country wants stricter gun laws. Yeah. I it, mean, that means the other that half means the other does half. not want that. Well, I said over half. So mm-hmm. it's like over 50% want stricter gun laws. Mm-hmm. If this were a democracy, that means federally we would have stricter gun laws. Yeah. Doesn't really work like that. Mm-hmm. The gun lobby outspends the, the, you know, we'll call it the anti-gun lobby, whatever you want to yeah. call it, like five to one. Yeah. The amount of money they pump into the system is ungodly. And into politicians. And into politicians, which is- supposed to be making policy on behalf of me. Theoretically. Not gun manufacturers. And yet- here we are. Here we are. I have nothing against guns, gun owners, gun enthusiasts. Gun ownership. Gun ownership. Gun enthusiasts freak me out a little bit. But I, I even am like, whatever. Everybody has a thing. That's your thing. But that would, to me, talking about To me, it's right? a red flag. If but I like, had a kid who was a gun enthusiast, if it was my kid. If I'd, we're talking about kids, yeah, that's an I'd issue. I'd want to have some conversations about. Oh, absolutely. Like, why is this? Why is this your thing? Why this? Like, I get that how'd I we jump from and that's weird. How do we jump from model trains to, to anti-aircraft missiles? Like, let's, things. there's, there was a gap here that we jumped. There's and that I whole, need, like, if you see a kid nailing a cat to a tree. You sure. Probably you should probably have a conversation with some people. I put that kid in the same boat as, like. Kids slash people who are hardcore gun enthusiasts. Yeah. I'm more talking about people who go to gun shows like 
whatever. I I don't really think we have much to talk about, but I don't have anything against yeah, you. Yeah, I'd love to hear. But your you're stories. right. Like a kid. Yeah. Like if you're a child, red flag. Like under eighteen, and you're super into weapons. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. I'm sorry. Red, red flag. flag. And it obviously has not. It like it doesn't have anything to do with video games or violent movies or anything like that. That has been proven. Mm-hmm. There is something going radically wrong within the culture of how we raise children mm-hmm. and what their interactions are like that leads to these things. And, you know, going through the stats, it's so obvious that even if there were one of these a year, and there's not, there's a lot, mm-hmm. that would be too many. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing anybody can point to within the statistics that shows, at least to me, and correct me, why it's happening. Mm -hmm. Or if there's, you know, any sign of it stopping. Yeah. The numbers radically increased after 2020. Although, you know, I do have to give credit to the percentage of gun deaths has gone down. And until 2020 was on a a downward trajectory. Obviously... A spike in gun ownership, people feeling scared, people mm-hmm. wanting to protect themselves from other people or the gun, whatever it was. I think I think something we're pointing out is I do believe most people who own guns, like ninety percent, are yeah. in the category of I know gun safety, I own this for protection, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even hunt, I just have this for protection. Well, and here's what I was looking at that I was talking about: eighty-one percent of mass shootings involve a handgun. Mm-hmm. Only sixteen involve an assault type weapon. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's not about banning assault rifles. Yeah, I still think that's maybe too many, but I get what you're right. saying. Right? No, I, I'm, I'm just saying that like your basic handgun mm-hmm. is responsible for over eighty percent yeah. of those mm-hmm. events. I don't know what our, I don't know what the, the Uvalde shooting. I there there was an AR-15 involved. I, that's what I thought there, I read, but I, I don't know. It was in a, I didn't want to misspeak. I knew it was a rifle. Rifle. I knew it was a rifle. Used. I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Again, it's so it's so much, and that's part of the issue. Is yeah. it is so much it's a lot. to wade through. Just going through all of these like crazy mm-hmm. stats, you're like, what is happening here? Um, and uh, as Texans, we just have to do better. We do one. I hope this doesn't sound toxically optimistic because sure. it's not. We are Texas. Mm-hmm. We're at a at a focal point right now where we can either lead the way or we can be a prime example of what not to do mm. because we are Texas, and I believe that. What we do from here, both from how we treat our neighbors, how we care for the victims and their families and for the town and the community of Uvalde will lead the way how the politicians that we put in place Mm -hmm. everyone who throws abbott under the bus or throws beto under the bus or we've even made fun of Cruz here playfully Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up we do have power to go vote we do have a choice here we have responsibility so we can choose the future that we have as texans Absolutely. And I'm just tired of people, including myself, shucking the blame onto politicians who don't care about me. I can go do my best to make a difference based on who I choose. Vote to someone else in. Vote That's... someone else in. 
that's our responsibility. That is the most effective thing that you can do. And so, and if you are, you know, if you are somebody who, like our friend Allison, is much more politically charged, yeah. and that is that is something that interests you, and knows more by by far, knows more. That's this why this conversation is more meta. Look, this is just our reaction yeah. and and a you know almost a real time examination and critique of how the media is handling mm-hmm. it, how what, Texans what, are handling it, what the facts it. are that we know, yeah. and just just recognizing that more than anything we're responsible we are culpable Mm -hmm. we are not clean in this so if you are you know if you are politically charged there are ways to get involved yeah don't pretend like they're not there Mm -hmm. aren't you just have to take responsibility Mm -hmm. which again i mean i think we talked about it but um our buddy doc has already agreed to come talk about guns because we want to have we want to have experts on who know what they're talking about they're talking about when it comes to guns when it comes to gun safety when When it comes comes to to legislation legislation and we want to go to the range with him. And Absolutely. Potentially do some, we're working on something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to have Allison back on and potentially ask her to have a friend who's even more educated on the anti-gun side. Because to just show like this is as much as we don't want to accept it nuanced. Yeah. This is complex. Solutions it, don't happen overnight and no. they're not simple because Here, humans are involved and we're messy. But again, we can define and lead the way here as Texans, or we can just be an example of how not to do this. And I think the step for us, like the burden I feel with our show that's growing, yeah. is how do we highlight the both way, sides how do we highlight, yeah. and give people the chance to know, like, hey, when it comes to the person who has a pro-gun view on this that you hate, this is the view. This is the this view. This is the actual view. But also, this is the person with right. a wife and a kid mm-hmm. and his own journey. It's not some immaterial keyboard, keyboard warrior. Yeah. And this is a contributing member of society who wants better things for their children. For And for, for every, every Texan. Every Texan. Sorry, like you were trying to talk about No, no, no. I, I, just, I was I just, on it yeah, and yeah. it had to come out. I wish we could snap our fingers and, and as much as I hate it, take away all the guns. I do. I wish that was a possibility. It is not. Not when you have 120 weapons per, per 100, 100 people. people. That we know of. That we know of. Those are registered weapons. Mm-hmm. I understand there are countries like UK, New Zealand, Australia... Things like this happen. They snap their fingers and they can buy everything back. Mm-hmm. I get it. I wish we. I. I do. I actually do wish we could do that. Not from a giving up a freedom standpoint. We could definitely make allowances for people who hunt. Mm-hmm. We could definitely make allowances for personal protection. But at some point, you as a society prove that you do not deserve this freedom. And that is a dangerous thing for a person to say. Mm. But when there are eight shootings a day, mm-hmm. when we're only 100 days into the year and there are over 200 shootings, there is a problem that nobody has done anything to work on. And it's obviously societal. It is obviously societal. And I I get it. I do. Guns are a symptom. They are the tool. There is a greater root cause. But you know what, fuckers? You haven't done anything to address the cause. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the tool. So daddy's going to take away your toys. <laughs> Until you learn how to play with them. And I don't know. 
I don't even know if that's necessarily what I believe or if I'm just charged up. It could be. I mean, I do something that you just said that you didn't say as we were prepping for this episode mm-hmm. is, I don't know exactly. How I said it when you play it back. At, at some point, as a society, you prove that you don't deserve that freedom. Mm-hmm. And is there a reality? Is there that, a reality as a society? So zooming out of Texas, are we just proving that? we don't deserve the freedom to just have guns. Like there is that hits me on the emotional side of one kid is too many. One grandma is too many. One officer is too many. One innocent black child is too many. One whoever they are is Mm -hmm. too many. So that I'm going to chew on that for a while. It's something that I've been thinking a lot about as well and that I have to chew mm-hmm. on. Because I'll even say, as you were saying, you know, UK, New Zealand, in my head, I was like, but look at how they handled X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I still believe those thoughts, but then hearing that part of like, yeah. but have we proven? Right. I mean, guess guess how many mass shootings that they've had since they enacted those policies? I mean, other than New Zealand's synagogue incident, zero. Zero. Yeah. So something to think about. For me, mm-hmm. um, there's an old phrase: "An armed society is a polite society," and we have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that the U.S. is both armed and impolite. At a pretty extreme level. <laughs> At a pretty extreme level. And we've read your comments. You're impolite from both sides, right? Um, no one's on the. We've made fun of Ted Cruz. I know, We're right? Impolite. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I I do, you know, there is room to, to get into. Look, these freedoms that we're guaranteed are highly important. Mm-hmm. Freedom of the press is so unbelievably important. And we're coming back to burden and responsibility. Mm-hmm. Freedom means responsibility. Means responsibility. Not no responsibility. Freedom means accountability. More responsibility. Not, more accountability. No accountability. Not less. But we have clearly... It's never been more undeniable for me than this moment right now. Mm-hmm. We have clearly gotten to a point where most people seem to believe that freedom means no responsibility and no accountability. From Beto O'Rourke to Greg Abbott to the CNN news anchors to the Inc. journalist to whoever it is, mm-hmm. it's clear that a lot of people believe they have no responsibility and no accountability. And that's sad and frustrating. Yes, it is. Somebody was, was talking, because we, we were talking about something um, in regards to, to freedoms and rights. And they said something that I, I do agree with. A right is not a privilege. It's not something you earn. It's something that you were freely given and that can't be taken away from you. It is inherent. And I think about that a lot Mm -hmm. because I also know that the, you know, the Bill of Rights, you know, these things that were guaranteed can be altered, Mm -hmm. can be changed when necessary. And the bills talk about that. (laughs) And the bills talk about that. And I keep coming back to this point where I think, you know, maybe gun ownership should be a privilege. Yeah, I agree. Like if something as simple as like if you've listened to Insane Clown Posse yeah. in the past week, you don't get to own a gun. And I, man, it is with a heavy heart that I say things like that. Mm. 
Because if you had asked me even even a year ago, I'd been like, yeah, it's a freedom. I I don't agree with everybody who owns a gun, but you have the right. Yeah. And I will fight for that right mm-hmm. for you to keep that. Yeah. I. I th- and I think I hope that's what's clear about this episode is we're not trying to make a point Mm-mm. or be on a side or. My hope is always like you said to highlight what the opinions are, mm-hmm. and that they are coming from people who are real, mm-hmm. who you should be neighborly with and listen to and who you should respect right because they're people man Mm -hmm. and they have the desire to make society better yeah i agree so so hopefully yeah texas doing its part to make society better texas elementary school shooting victims fund on gofundme link in the show notes we'll send that out also make sure to look for any other I would prefer nonpartisan funds that you can give to help people get the attorneys mm-hmm. they need, help people get the psychology and therapy. I saw that. Um, I believe his name is Tony. Yeah. One second here. Where'd you go? We'll link all this in the show notes. We will. It's uh, it's the Uvalde state rep, um, Tony Gonzalez. Um, he even put out a call of, hey, any mental health yeah psychology professionals be, yeah. trauma please please yeah. contact this number like they're trying to get as much help and all kinds of help down to uvalde as possible i i would say if you live in texas and are near near uvalde do your research before you drive down there and try to help find find the ways and the organizations that you can contribute to most effectively it creates a mess when people mm-hmm. show up to these situations just thinking they're going to help. Yeah. Do some research. If you're going to think and pray, pray for a little call from God on what you should do, even if it is donating $5. That and if you, you put it on social media, God help you. If I you put it on social media, I just hope that your next picture is of you driving to Uvalde. Yeah, honestly. But honestly. Yeah, if you if you if you post a post about anti gun law, I hope your next picture is at the at the voting poll. Yeah. If you post a picture about it's not gun at school security, I hope your next picture is at at the polls. I hope so. Um, aside from that, give money, give resources that you do have, give the skills that you have, so that we can help this community, and be on the lookout for episodes ahead where mm-hmm. we will do our best to highlight. Both sides. Both sides, all sides. Deep in our understanding. Of the political piece of this whole thing. But more than anything, please, please just realize that there are families who lost children. Be respectful. And if, if you, you're, <laughs> you're going to think and pray, just think and pray about that. Just think and pray. Don't talk about it. <laughs> and if... Look, man, I understand who we are and what we do and part of part of our gift i think is talking Mm -hmm. being able to see multiple sides and try and discover where the truth lies to orate to orate to share and part of that that are subject that are subject to change because they can they're allowed to they will and look i we are blessed to have listeners on both sides of the aisle Mm -hmm. if you guys if y'all are angry or upset or mad Please just send it directly to my DMs. Get it out. Or let tonight. out let out your anger. Let out your sadness. Let out your vitriol. And then go do something about it. And share posts of you doing something about it. 
because I think the more I think the more that we promote responsibility and what that looks like, mm-hmm. the less things like this will happen. Even as our politicians do nothing to help us, and let's not get it twisted, they are not there to help you, and they don't think about you. Doesn't matter what they their think name about is. you once a quarter mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Whenever they're up for some type of publicity or a reelection. Mm-hmm. And that's just the sad truth of it. Yeah, straight up. It is up to us as Texans and honestly up to us as Americans to lift each other up Mm -hmm. and do the right thing every time. And so let's start with Texas. Start with Texas. Let's let's be the state and the people who lead the way as far as what it looks like as citizens to own the part we play. Yeah. And to work together to put communities first. And with that said, um, saw Lance the other day. He was biking down to Uvalde to lend a helping hand in whatever way he could. Follow suit. He does have extra blood. <laughs> he has less skin in the game, yeah. Uh, Mom, sorry for the F words. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, with a, with a somber heart, but a, you know, feeling very hopeful for the future. Bye, Bye y'all. y'all.